Hey guys, you know what gets eyeballs? Video. And that's why Patreon is now including a video tier if you're interested in catching those eyeballs as people are scrolling through their Instagram or on their Facebook. We now have a movement floater tier. You can get video and we finally are announcing our athletic tier as well. So for those float centers who really want to get those athletes in the door, we now have a monthly set of athletic photos showing up to you. We're putting in everything we got in these photos, all the Lightroom, lighting, Photoshop, everything we can to make these photos pop is being put into these images. So we've got some new tiers. Also, if you want everything that we have, we've got our Transcendent Floater tier as well that is available to you. So check it out on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Art of the Float. We'll include a link in the show notes as well to check it out. Also, I want to give a shout out to FloatHelm. FloatHelm is the scheduling software that the Float Shop uses. We are fully using FloatHelm now. And they have a new, cool, well, it's about a month old, but it's this cool feature where if you want to schedule a guest and not let them know about it, you want it to be a surprise, maybe it's for their birthday, something like that, you can actually have Helm not let them know, not send them a confirmation email, which is really cool. It's, uh, I mean, you show me the other scheduling software that has that feature in it and color me impressed. So Fullham is just doing everything that they think would be cool to schedule for a float center. It's really amazing. Floathelm.com is where you want to go, but don't take my word for it. Schedule your own tour, talk to them, and make sure that it's a good fit for you. Pretty incredible. All right, let's start the show. Welcome back to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. I'm Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon, and I had a uh, news crew in our space yesterday, and it's going to air actually tonight, probably while we're recording. Hi, I'm Gloria Morris, and I own Float 60. Uh, we have three locations, and I had a, a news crew in probably two months ago, but I just two days ago I had two ladies come in to vlog. That's blog with a V. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Drew from New Hampshire Float. I own New Hampshire Float in New Hampshire and about three months ago, I guess, I'm not really sure what to call her, but a vlogger, like Gloria said, or something um, was in to uh, vlog and blog about New Hampshire Float. And I'm Kim Hannon of Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in Southern Indiana. And it's been probably about four or five months since we've had a local influencer in. Um, but around the same time, we also had magazine um, photo or magazine media folks in. Vlogger is that an influencer? Is this somebody who's there's a lot? There's a lot of vloggers or self-proclaimed bloggers and vloggers. <laughs> but are they influencers? That's yeah. That's very, you know, subjective. I, yeah, I'm very unmoved. I'm very uninfluenced by these these influencers personally. I I have never seen any kind of hit from one of one of these influencers. But but the cost is low, right? Would you get do you donate a float when you're doing this or or no? Sometimes. Sometimes, you know, if if they do have some type of following, mm -hmm. I'll offer them. Sometimes they'll reach out and say, "Hey, would you like to sponsor us?" So we can come in and write about your place. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that, you know, yeah. pretty often. But um, sometimes people just do it and you don't even know it. I was about to oh, say right, that, right. Gloria. Yeah, sometimes people do it. I've had, I had a video sent to me that I didn't know was done. And uh -huh. it was done after the fact. Um, 
and it was interesting to be reminded, oh yeah, you never know who's coming into float. Right. Yeah. yeah That's exactly. what you call your lawyer. That's right. So tonight we're talking about uh, getting those vloggers, those media influencers, the the news crews, uh, the, you know, the local kind of fluff news crews. <laughs> oh gosh, hope that's not too disparaging. Uh, in in the doors to check out your float center and hopefully promoting your space. And hopefully it's a two way street. And I think some of the question is, how do you get these people in your doors at all? Um, like these guys just pointed out, sometimes you don't even know that it's happening. You're not in charge of getting people in the doors. And I would say mostly with these influencers, they're going to be reaching out to you. Would you agree with that? That's how it usually works. But for the at most the same part, time, for the most part, for the most part, I'd say in the very beginning, like we just celebrated four years. Um, in the very beginning, I was doing all the marketing myself and I was kind of seeking people out. Um, I know my competition has sought out the people that have followed us oh, and directly contacted people who have come in, you know, done publicizing for us. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's it goes both ways. I mean, certainly I'm in Chicago, so it's different. There's a lot of news media here. Um, but, mm. you know, I'm sure oftentimes it just kind of happens organically. Hey, if I just <laughs> Don't mind my dog in pause. the background, everybody. Um, my dog is wrestling a plastic pig right now, so it's you might hear some snorting in the background. We've never made the claim we have the best audio in podcasting. <laughs> this is just an enhancement. <laughs> I'll make sure that comes in stereo, Gloria, for sure. Drew, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say that... Yeah, these people need content too, right? So right. Yeah. even in uh, New Hampshire, Indiana, Portland, wherever, there's going to be people, even if there's less to choose from, there are people everywhere who also need content to share to yeah. be that influencer or whatever they call themselves. So, um, you know, trying to find those people is an easy way to get the word out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that. That snorting is cracking me up. So uh, I I uh, completely agree with that. And I think that actually might be some of the easiest, although it's like low-hanging fruit and maybe not the best bang for the buck. I think reaching out to some like wellness influencers, the people that are into, say, meditation, fitness, that kind of thing would be some some smart people to reach out to. And um, maybe it's just a post. Maybe they do a whole blog post. I mean, maybe it's just an Instagram post or maybe it's a whole blog post. In my case... For news stuff, we got a foot in the door. Like, always use your contacts, right? Like, uh, it, it really helps to know people. Uh, Sandra's dad was in radio for so many, many years, and he had a friend. Oh, and her mom worked at KGW and has has friends in the news crews and all that. So we had, like, these, these two feet in the door, and we were able to make a contact with somebody who contacted somebody else and um, let them know about the float shop, and they came in, and um, it was actually Drew, Drew Carney, uh, came in uh it's these people are amazing by the way like staying super friendly knowing the information they have to do understanding the edits and the cuts that they're making all while like being your friend during all of this and, and being excited about it i just am so amazed by these people and what they do but um and and their videographers as well the, the person behind the scene is always so on point they're so cool um but yeah that was our foot in the door but that was that was the first time in hallelujah like that was really cool for us and floating was still in portland like kind of a new thing and it really helped 
boost our numbers. I think we even did a sale during that time, like on air. Um, that that um, helped us and lit up our phones. So that was pretty cool. Um, most people don't get to do that, right? And so I think um, just like the influencers, they want content too, right? Like, so... Um, just reaching out to these news crews, you know, who do I talk to about this? I have an interesting business. These people want to get you in contact with somebody who's who's going to be able to do this for you. And so we've ended up doing, I, I want to say four of these. It might be five of them. Um, sometimes Sandra takes it. Sometimes I do. And the bump of what they do has become less and less over the years. But it's always fun to do. Nothing ever hurts the business. It, if anything, it helps to some degree. Um, the one that's airing tonight is prime time. So usually it's like a little morning fun thing. Um, and she actually floated for an hour too, which is really cool. Not, not a full 90 minute float, but she soaked her feet for a really long time, hung out in a foot bath and, and had a, had a 60 minute float, which I thought was great. So, um, Kim, what were you, seems like you're going to add something. Yeah, I was curious. Um, so whenever you all have reached out to local media, do any of them ever ask you to pay for that slot? Uh, there we're constantly barraged with pay for it in fact sometimes it's weird um the same person talking to us about paying for ads will all of a sudden say do you want to be in a spot and we're like uh i'm sorry did we misunderstand this communicate oh no you totally switched gears here okay it's it's really weird it doesn't seem like it'd be the same people reaching out for advertising that are also for a segment but that's how it has happened to us before but no i i um the the same people have never been like you want to do, you know, we could check out your place also, you know, do some advertisements. Is that what you're thinking? Well, no. Um, so in the past, before we opened, a news crew actually came out to our building to talk about everything that was happening cool. in the entire building with all of the different businesses. Because mm. we weren't open yet. They didn't feature us in, in you know, that. We sure. talked about some things, gave some information. They mentioned us, um, but we didn't actually have anything that went on air specifically about us. When we reached out to them again later and said, hey, we're open now if you want to mm -hmm. come back. Um, then they were like, okay, here's the pricing. Yes, yes. And it was one of those like, wait, what? And yeah. so I've talked to a couple of other people and they've had similar experiences, you know, reaching out to local uh, news stations that whenever they reach out to them, they want to charge for it. But if, if the news station reaches out to the center, uh, then it's, there's no charge for that. That, that makes sense. I mean, they're, yeah. they're a business and they, they can't feature everybody. Everybody that they're featuring, they would also want to make money from. Like that yeah. that part makes sense, although they're so expensive. Right. God. Yes. Um, I, I personally would never advertise with, with them. Um, although I will say the websites seem to be getting better. When I first started the podcast, whew, local news sites, websites were just trash. They were just such garbage and their ads and everything were such garbage. And I feel like they look decent now. I don't know if that's true everywhere. I don't know if Portland's ahead of the curve, but it, it might be a better scene to advertise on now, but I still wouldn't be that particularly that interested. Um, but yeah, that, that makes sense that they're going to want to roll you into ads. But I do think with floating being such a unique thing still, I think that's your foot in the door of like, we got something pretty cool for you. Um, and the one that's going on tonight, they're doing um, a month of, of self-care, talking about self-care. And I think... Uh, you know, if even if they just like put you in a in a folder somewhere, some some virtual folder, the a float center is going to be one that pops. You know, when it when it's time. I think, Gloria, what's your experience? <clears throat> so I, I would say in the very beginning we were one of the few places open, um, and it was kind of novel, and there were people very much trying to get 
us to interview with them. And of course, we accepted all of that came at us. Um, over time, we did see more people come in and kind of position that they were going to help us, but then have some kind of charge, right? Which we most of the time opted out of. I think I did one professional video, but mm-hmm. yeah, then it kind of tapered off. Um, and then it kind of became more categorically, uh, it would pop up when they would do self-care or, you know, one winter where it was super, super cold, they were trying to find unique ways to stay warm. So it kind of ebbed and flowed with uh, different seasons. Uh, we kind of see it in spurts too. Um, recently hmm. we had, uh, we've, we've had more television shows come in and want to film at our place because again, we're in Chicago. So I think people look for unique places just to film their shows. Which shows had, are you talking about? So we had one, we have the Chicago fire and the Chicago, uh, uh, PD, they've they've come in before, kind of scouting our location. But the most unique one was a documentary that was on Showtime. One of the people they were featuring was one of our clients, and so we were super lucky because um, he said that floating was part of his self care regime, nice. cool. and he recommended that they come and check us out. So that was kind of cool. We oh, were on cool. Showtime. I I forget what? the name of the show. Yeah, it was super fast. Um, but uh-huh. we, we were on this, this documentary. I'll have to find it and share it with you guys. But um, it was probably a year ago, and it was at our new location, the one that um, who knows how long it'll be open. Uh, but it's, uh, okay. it, it didn't give, it didn't give us the boost we needed apparently, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, yes, but that was really, really cool. So, um, and yeah. then we had some other TV shows reach out. We had a, a Spanish speaking TV show that came and filmed us uh, a couple weeks ago. So we, we get some really unique stuff. It's kind of cool. I, I love the one that they just did cause I couldn't understand a freaking word they were saying. And I had to have somebody translate it because it was all in Spanish. Is that right? So you yeah. can verify, like, mm, no, you can't say that. Like, they can say whatever they <laughs> I'm wanted. I'm like, what did they say? Did they like it? I have no yeah. idea. They're smiling, <laughs> but I have no idea what they're saying. Um, you know, just a quick tangent here. Uh, every once in a while, you know, somebody floats because they saw Stranger Things or one of these TV shows. Apparently, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum uh, solves everything or discovers everything. I forget what the name of the show is. Um, it's on Disney Plus, the new Disney app. Just did one on float tanks. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it yet, but somebody yes. came in and yeah. floated it because of that. Just float. It was yep. at Just Float. It was at oh, Just oh, Float. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. It was a super short little blurb oh, that okay. I was expecting so much more. I mean, what was there was really good, okay. um, but it definitely left questions and left me wondering, like, well, what else? And so I'm, I'm hoping that it was enough to also leave, you know, first timers really curious so yeah. that they come in too. It was, it was really interesting. Yeah. Has anybody heard a floater coming in for that reason? Not from that one. I've had, you know, other, uh, other TV shows, uh, when Big Bang Theory did theirs uh-huh, um, yeah. and you know, we get a good laugh and thankfully people are like, Oh, thank goodness. It's not really like that. Um, <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> there's some positive depictions, but a whole lot of inaccuracies in that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. They were yeah. all that one. That one was so inaccurate. Yes. Um, doesn't he float with like a long sleeve t- t-shirt on or shirt on as well? They're in wetsuits with attendants in the room and the attendant oh, closes the, the thing uh, and they're like all of the tanks are in the same room and their friends are yes, standing there right. and yeah, it's all, super, yeah, it's all communal. TV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Odd. Uh, I, you, you can't, you can't, uh, 
control how the media like that is going gonna, is gonna to do it. But you can when they come into your space, or at least you can... I can't control the final cut they're going to put out there, but I can control what I put out there. Ugh, to some degree. I had, I boned up on my science, you know, I was making sure that I could reference all the, you know, the, the ones with large control groups and not just like the old tiny ones from the 80s, or the, you know, some with the less repute. But um, I thought I went in okay, and then I didn't have it. Like once they were actually, I, even beforehand, before the cameras are on, I was telling them stuff. And they're like, mm, we should, you should say that on camera, blah, blah, blah. And then once we recorded, never got to it. Never got to it, yeah. Uh, but what is your guys' experience talking to people for going out into the public? And do you try to control at all what's put out there? Yes, I, I have tried to control what, what's put out there, but you definitely can't control it. Uh, we had one really awesome opportunity, I think it was about two years ago, where Fast Company Magazine came in, and this guy was totally claustrophobic right off the bat. And I'm like, listen, you know, you probably shouldn't do this Samadhi tank. You should do this cabin, right? We, this is the reason why we have these different ones. And sure enough, he wants to go into the Samadhi. And then he's, you know, talking about how he, you know, couldn't breathe and felt like oh, he wow. needed to get out. I mean, it just wasn't as positive as it could Bomber. be. And, sure. you know, I tried to control it and it didn't go well, right? <laughs> right. And that was a national, I mean, it was fast company. It was, it was, a huge opportunity. Mm. But um, all in all, I think it was good because he kind of contradicted himself. But yeah, you have no idea what they're going to walk out of there with. Right. And it's, it's, I think with video, it's a little bit better than print because with print, you never know what they're going to write. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's been that's my experience. Point. We've had a couple, we've had more print articles done. We haven't had any uh, news crews in yet, um, but we have done live videos with local influencers and, and had those in. But in print, it's really like I'm waiting for the magazine to hit the stands and right. picking it up then or the newspaper um, and picking it up and reading it for the first time. And then, you know, you have to write to the reporter and say, hey, do you mind doing a correction on this huh. line and this line? And, you know, we've had that before where it was just, you know, incorrect information that was put out there. And that is kind of hard. I try to let most of it go. But if it's some, you know, big thing, um, that's when I step in and say, hey, I'm that that's just really wrong. <laughs> and of course, at that point, it's already out in the world. Um, right. You, right. You can't do anything what, with uh, that. Specifically, do you have one that they, what they got you wrong? Know, I can't remember exactly what it was, okay. but it was, and I don't even know that it was really something specific to floating. It was more about like our business and our operation oh, sure. or something of yeah. that nature, you know. Um, got it. It, it was two years ago, like way before we had even opened. Um, we were getting some local coverage then, which was really cool, but um we weren't quite ready for all of it just yet. Hadn't even started construction. We had some articles nice. going out on us. So, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, I strangely completely agree. I don't even know why, but the videos do seem to be more positive. And the print always, even when it's positive, has like feels like they're obligated to take a paragraph out to talk some yes. negative. I don't understand what that is. Like They're trying to be unbiased. Yes, or, I, I think yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they're trying to present two sides of the story. But yes. yeah, it's... To me, a print is always a little bit higher, higher risk, and there's usually hmm. just a lot of bad information that's put out there. So for me, I really do try to talk people into trying to be a guest before they come and oh, write or film. I just really encourage them to say, you know, hey, it kind of takes away from your experience to have a film crew in the float tank with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it kind of is 
anti what we're about. So come in and experience it. And then if you like it, then come back and bring the film crew. I like that approach. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like this reporter who floated, you know, has a bathing suit and shorts on too. And on my way out, I was like, you might, you might want to float naked. Like there's no more cameras in here. You might want to. Um, and then she told me like, I, I tried floating, you know, in the buff. And then I got worried because the camera guy was going to come in at some point because we have, you know, the, the end of the flow information stuff. So then I got out and got redressed and got back into the tank. And it was like, okay, well, yeah, that'll, that'll influence your float. I really like that idea. Like, and, and you're probably not going to get a news crew to have the time to, to actually do that. But I think a lot of the like influencers, <laughs> wow, I'm just casually flowing out, throwing out the word influencer now um, <laughs> to, to come in and and actually have one or a reporter, you know, print, like you're saying, doing that beforehand. That's a really good idea. Prime them yeah. uh, before going in, especially since there can be that learning curve with floating, that acclimation. And the right. first float, while it can just be the best thing ever, it also, there's so much your brain is wrapping around in that first float. It's, it That's can be right. such a mixed bag of an experience. Huh. I like that, Gloria. I'm, I'm taking that one. You know, Gloria, you were talking about um, the reporter who, wouldn't take your recommendation on floating in the cabin instead. And, you know, yeah. we have the wave uh, float rooms too. What's really hard about cabins and specifically the wave because it's built in, that's really hard to photograph. That's also oh. really hard to capture on video. And so most of the coverage that we've gotten um, has been, they talk about floating, but all of the imagery supports our salt cave because our cave is spectacular oh, to look at. Yes, and it is. people see that and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it'll catch your eye. And so everything we've had has images of our cave and not of the float tanks because it's just so hard to photograph those. Yeah, um, that's a really good point. So I'm curious, you know, have any of you guys experienced anything like that, having, you know, different modalities? And obviously I'm, I'm in the minority here because I have three of the same one, um, but not having a tank or a pod that looks, you know, big and inviting, like the actual, uh, the, the wave cabins look very inviting to people, but the right. camera... Yeah. can't quite capture it the same way you also have a salt cave where other people in the flow industry are like should i open a salt cave i'm like well if <laughs> yeah, it's like kim's beautiful. yeah but in general like <laughs> i mean hers looks amazing like i want to yeah, move into really your space does. it's so yeah. cozy mm. it's it's pretty spectacular we i can't wait it. to come and visit i yeah. i am coming to see you very soon i have got to get in there and uh check that out i, I yes. love the pictures of it come but on. yeah i think um it's it's def definitely difficult to film anybody in the wave room. And I do find that people love to film the Affilion tank. Mm. Like that is just the spaceship, you know, right. the intimidating, you know, the, especially with the one of ours, it's kind of built into the wall. So it, it's just got this real mystery to it. So people love to feature that. And then the problem with that is, you know, a good part of the population will never try that. So I try to make sure that they at least take a tour and do some B-roll of the, the other rooms because we do have at least two or three different tanks at all three of our locations. So it's, it's just difficult to get them to cover everything. Cryo is very fun to film. We, we love seeing, uh, you know, the liquid nitrogen is always good for the, the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lights and lights and smoke. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, it's it is very difficult to get just the representation of the feel in the place, uh, especially when they just are faking it. I just don't like that. <laughs> I really don't like it. 
Um, although, like, you're never going to say no to it also. Right? Like, it's also publicity. Right. It's the funniest thing. Um, exactly. I was really trying to get sciencey stuff out. Uh, the float shop is really trying to target anxiety right now. You look at the last publication out of Liber on, on floating, and it's the people with anxiety at an eight come down to a three, and people at a four come down to a three. If you're at a three, you know, maybe you come down to a two or a three. I'm, I'm, don't quote me on this now, but um, like the people who have the biggest impact are the people with high anxiety. And it's like, floating's great for everybody, yes. But it's like, wait a minute. And after talking to Dr. Feinstein recently, too, it really did click for me. Like, it, I'm always trying to, who's our demographic? Who's our demographic? And it's like, floating's for everybody. Like, no. Yes, and no, I need to focus on somebody, right? Like, the, our right. advertising dollar needs to be put towards something very specific. And that doesn't mean I can't also target athletes. It doesn't mean I can't, you know, blah, 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 blah. There's, there's all these other groups that we can focus on, but what a big major target. It's part of why we're doing, I'm doing Science Fridays on my social media, um, is, is to just pull out science, and a lot of it is going to be based around anxiety um, and how it can make somebody help somebody feel better, but also our advertising that most people will never see unless they're on, you know, Facebook and in some way, you know, suffer from anxiety, which is a lot of us. Yes. Me uh, included. But do you guys, so like, I really try to stay away from the woo woo aspect, uh, particularly when talking to any, any media in, if it's in the float shop, I'm willing to go there. But even so, I, I, even though I do open the door a little bit when I talk about the mental spiritual part of floating, I tend not to go there too much because I really want people to understand that this is a science-based experience. Like there, there's real measurable outcome based on floating. Do you guys feel that way as well when you're talking to media or are you pretty, pretty easy flowing about that? Drew? I definitely get defensive when they, they start talking about, lumping it in with certain things when I say, well, no, no, there's actual research mm -hmm. that shows the benefits of this. And I do, I'm with you. I stay away from, we'll call it the woo woo stuff. I think there's a, a time and a place for that, but I usually don't try to promote that because that's also not me. That's also not my particular float center. Um, I'm open to that if somebody brings it up, but I'm not, Going at everybody with, hey, did you see colors? Do you, do, do you have some type of great moment in there? Like, I'm not pushing any of that. If people open up to me and want to talk about it, we'll do that. But I try to stick to more factual information. And anxiety is a huge one. I bring that up and I'd say 90 plus percent of the people will mm. shake their head. Right. Isn't that right? alarming, by the way? I alarming. know a particular group yeah. coming in, but... Yeah, I find that as well. Sorry. Yeah, and that could be anyone. It could be a kid. It could be an, you know, an older woman, a young man. It could be anybody. And I'm with you. I like to try to stick to some of those facts. I'll point out some of those things when people are trying to get to. Wow, what's the real benefit of this for me? Um, and also, generally speaking, I've had great experiences with any type of person who's come in to do anything, I always try to encourage people to float, but also having the conversations and explaining to them how there's not a lot of information. There's not a lot of people who know what this is. Um, and we're struggling to get those, that information out there to people. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I haven't had any problems. I've always had people say, hey, Drew, this is what I wrote. Am I accurate? Does it sound good? And I have the ability to go back and make those adjustments if needed. But generally speaking, people want to do good stories about you. People aren't out to get you. Sure. sure. Right. They're not trying to make you look bad. Um, But they will, I think, portray what you give out there. So if you spend the majority of the time Mm. talking about seeing colors, that might be what the story gets written about. Yeah, totally. Good but point. I think that brings up a really good point, Drew, of like being proactive and saying, may I see it before it goes to print? Um, hmm. Just to make that a point so that you can help to keep everything hmm. accurate in there too. You know, letting them know that, that there are just some things that need to be clarified because a lot of times they'll go off on their own and try to fill in the gaps or look up the hmm. history of floating or, you know, you never know what spin they're going to put on it. So, you know, really just right out front asking, can I see it before it gets printed? And wording is, it, wording is important in our industry, right? So there's that, oh, floating for an hour is the same as four hours of sleep, right? <laughs> and that's an easy one to get twisted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as I think we all know, that's not exactly accurate. So to... Not at all. Yes. Right. So <laughs> to, to be able to kind of check and make sure they're, you get, you understand what they're saying, but using the correct words to say it and and even something as simple as like sensory deprivation or not some centers love that and want to stay true to sensory deprivation where some don't and and you know making sure that that's part of what's being covered because as soon as you go out to good old google you're going to hit sensory deprivation so they don't have a train right by their float center that's for sure or else you'd be say sensory reduction that's for sure (laughs) that's me that's what (laughs) we say yeah we offer peace and quiet you know we're going to reduce your sensory input. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. We have a yoga studio upstairs. You know, <laughs> they're not light on their feet. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to share before we wrap up this episode? I would, I would just say, regardless of how imperfect we think these interviews come out to be, they're still great. I mean, we're the ones that are mostly critical. We notice every mistake, every word, but you know, just like people hearing our spiel in the center, they don't retain, you know, most of it. They're just kind of taking it in. And there's a lot of forgiveness in these uh, episodes, right? Or these uh, pieces of publicity. And we should just celebrate the opportunity that we even get them. It's true. You know, I share a lot of content, just, you know, whatever kind of articles that I can find out there. And some of those articles will have phrasing like, um, you know, the tank looks like a coffin. I know people don't like that, but it does. And, you know, they'll say things in there that don't necessarily fit, especially because I don't even offer a tank like that. But I'll call attention to that as I'm sharing the article and say, you know, it doesn't, Uh don't let that scare you. And what's really awesome is I've actually had a bunch of my um, followers and our clients lately jump in and comment and say, yours aren't scary at all. Here's a picture. (laughs) And then they'll comment to other people who've never been in and say, if you ever have any questions, let me know, or here's my experience. And that's, that's an opportunity to really open up that conversation. So, you know, we definitely shouldn't be too afraid of like the wrong words getting out there because that is an opportunity to just keep it going for people. Plus, I think it keeps it very real, right? I mean, they know that those lines aren't coming from us. We're not going to call our tanks coffin-like. So I think it just keeps it authentic. And I think there's an appreciation for both sides of of the opinion on this. Yeah. That's what makes our industry interesting. Mm -hmm. 
And also, I'd like to add that um, an example is here in New Hampshire, there was another float center, not mine, that was on TV. I got a bunch of people that came in who saw it on TV. It was portrayed really well. It was awesome. It showed floating in a good light. I benefited from it, even though... you got the splashback. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. And I think there's a benefit to other float centers in your area having media as well. And it's not something to be jealous of, especially if you're in an area. I mean, New Hampshire, not everyone knows about floating. So the more people that know, the merrier. There's just not enough, right? That's what we want. So um, it's all love and... You know, don't be don't be upset if you don't get that that news call and another float center mm. did. Yeah, it's all good. It, it's usually not a scarcity of of clientele out there. Totally. Where is your float center located, Drew? Uh, it's called <laughs> London Derry, New Hampshire. It's Southern New Hampshire. Uh, your intro is just it, cracked me that, up tonight. Is yeah. that in New Hampshire? <laughs> New Hampshire. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm in New Hampshire. Okay. <laughs> USA, New Hampshire. Okay. Sweet. Um, before we close down, I uh, I promise I wasn't trying to avoid this, but uh, we made some promises last, actually two weeks ago, that we were going to make some changes. Uh, I'm curious about follow through. I'm just going to go first because I just want this to be over with. So I so, uh, mine was meditating daily. Uh, Drew's was seeing a business therapist, and may, and you can correct me if you want to change that a little bit. Uh, Gloria was, I believe foraging for nuts soaking them in water for a week sprouting them and eating them every day I, something to that effect and kim wasn't here so she gets a pass but i'd like to but find i out did how she improved i did i did play along oh seriously what was yours seriously seriously um so you know i'm one of those people i'm a uh, there's a new term for it multi-potentialite and I love to do a million things mm. but then i realized some things i'm good at i have the skills at but Good grief, I hate doing them. And oh, so yeah. my goal was to do less of that and begin the path to get rid of some of those types of projects. And I'll share in a moment how that's gone. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh yeah. So, okay, great. I get mine out of the way. Yeah. I was yeah. so excited. I downloaded the app. Uh, I, I, um, I did a five-minute meditation at the gym. I was facing out into, into the serene nature of the parking lot. But I closed my eyes. Five minutes goes by so fast when you're used to floating. Oh, my God, that was nothing. I was like, <laughs> seriously, cha-ching, I'm going to rock this. And I haven't done it since. And I, really? was like, I was like, I got people listening. I got I to gotta hold myself accountable. I got you guys. I was so excited. And then I just kept I'm going. I'm so like, surprised. I just got to finish you know, my email. I just got to finish this project. I can, I can work it in later. I kept doing it over and over and over again. If I can, I give myself an out. Uh, I no. Okay. Great. <laughs> Tough crowd. Tough no, crowd. no, they can't. No, I, I, it's I, life. I mean, it felt good. It felt great. You, you enjoyed it. I did. I did. I love so... checking out these days. But but here, let me just throw in. Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm Josh. reading again, which I really haven't been doing since having kids. I've, I've got my Kindle and I'm reading, and um, even. Sorry, we're all friends here, right? Even when I'm in the bathroom, I'm picking up the book instead of the cell phone. And I feel really good about that. I feel like it's fewer, like, micro-thoughts bouncing around. It's one coherent story. And um, Never borrow a book from Dylan, you guys. Never. <laughs> his Kindle. Don't touch his Kindle. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And uh, 
was the other thing? Oh, cooking. I'm finding that I'm really enjoying cooking. So I'm um, cooking meals. I made ramen. I was really happy about that. So that's just nice. like meditation. <laughs> but doing this, because literally, I've been dealing with anxiety. I've been dealing with uh, so many plates spinning and, and the issues that come up with that. And to really be finding time for myself to do things that fill me up and take care of me in a real way um, has been good. So there. That's, that's the same as meditating every day. No, Gloria. Chide me. Tell me what I... We'll, we'll meet back up. Okay, well, I'll change my um, I, I am happy to say I've been super, 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 super stressed um, <laughs> for various reasons. Yeah. Uh, way more than normal, mm. uh, you know, lots of emotion, lots of uh, strain. I have meditated 10 days in a row. Um, I think before that I missed two and I did like 13 days before that. So mm. that, that definitely helps me. But I do it Humble mostly brag. before I go to bed. Um, okay. And it kind of just puts me to sleep. So it's not like I am take, making a conscious effort during the day to take the 10 minutes. Like I am listening to guided meditation before I go to bed usually. Um, I was cool. off of sugar because that was the other thing. It wasn't sprouting. I don't know what you said <laughs> earlier, but I was trying to stay off of sugar, Dylan. I don't know why you made it so complicated. Oh, you're moving into your backyard. <laughs> no, no. But I, I did... Yes, today's what, Tuesday? So uh, Sunday yeah. Sunday was my 14th day with no sugar. Wow. Yesterday, I did have a breakdown. Uh, today, I was not very good, but I, I'm going to get back on it tomorrow. But I was 14 days, damn it. That's impressive. Nice. That is That's incredibly tough. impressive. It it's was hard. hard. Considering my daughter and I baked a strawberry cake sugar cake tonight <laughs> my god i Good can't grief. imagine not yeah yeah sugar and is more sugar addictive than cocaine it yeah is. it is yes. it's the worst but you know what i went to a fundraiser on sunday and uh it was a charity event and i felt that it was a giving uh reason to have sugar oh. so, <laughs> so i justified it oh. and i intended to not have sugar yesterday but like i said the stress got to me and i mm was at the airport for like six hours and I just broke down. So, Well, I, I cannot believe that, Gloria. Jeez, you really didn't make yourself <laughs> <laughs> Drew, I'm uh, really curious about yours. Me too. So, Do tell. So quick update. After our last um, podcast, two days later, I got extremely sick and broke down oh. and my body just gave out for the first time in like three years, I, it was the sickest I've ever been. And I did uh, meet with my, or a business mentor person who I had a great conversation with. Um, I, I am looking for, I at least have the word out, looking for a therapist that has a specific um, history with people who are self-employed. So I have taken steps to look for that. And I've also, uh, drastically in the future here reduced my hours so that I can have a little more um, sanity because I am struggling and um, you know having the podcast I am trying to be open with that because I'm sure there are other people out there going through some of that stuff and even Gloria just talking about the anxiety and I know we talked about it in the last episode um, but I just want to mention again that mental health is a real thing and you have to take care of yourself and I can't believe how sick I got. I'm a healthy person. Mm. I exercise. I eat very well. I tend. To, I try very hard to take care of myself. And I didn't realize how bad it really was 
slash is and mm -hmm. i'm trying to work my way out of that and it does include looking for help and i'm like putting my hand up i need help and i need to make some changes and i want to encourage people that if you feel like you have no other um route to go ask for help it's okay it's all good it doesn't make you any less of a person it doesn't make you not know anything it doesn't make you stupid it's all good and sometimes that's an aspect of health that is almost embarrassing to talk about i think i've been there and felt like that and it's okay to admit when you're struggling and you need help so fight on we're proud Thanks, of you ma'am yeah I love it, thank you love so it. yes and we love you Thank you. I appreciate Definitely. that. And also, uh, let me just throw out, I had multiple other float center owners in the area tell me that I could come and float at their float oh, center. Oh, that's so cool. So, that's awesome. Yeah, we were talking really about the best cool. float speed at other centers. For like sure. Right. Like, right? Yeah. For sure. So oh, people so are cool. listening, and I had I had three different people reach out to me. So shout out to you that's guys. That's great. It's, um, it, it, made me feel, it made me feel really good, and I appreciated it. <sighs> I love that. I don't know if I have time to take anyone up on the offer. I was going to say, take them up. Do <laughs> right? it. Do it. I know do I need it, to shut it, do down it. for a day and go do it. Like I said, I went down to Salem and had had my float. And God, that was important. It was so good. Um, mm, what did I want to say? Oh, um, Sandra and I have been talking about therapy, getting me into some therapy. And she just mentioned that a lot of insurance will uh, take care of a monthly session. So um, look into your insurance. This is... Not necessarily for for you, Drew, but just in general. Um, just know that there are, there are resources out there, and it doesn't have to be a financial burden for you to have, you know, more mental wellness. Kim, Kim, yes, you yes. you also participated. I you weren't I here. Did. What was it? I did. <laughs> How'd so, you join um, like I mentioned, um, you know, it was really inspiring just to hear of like everybody is going through some kind of shit, you know, and that. <laughs> we all have something and we can all do something. We just have to be really intentional about it. Hmm. And I love to do a million things, but, um, you know, one of my, my past things was doing training for corporate America. And that was my profession for a really long time. Yeah. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. And, uh, there was a woman that actually used to be one of my contractors that I worked with and I love her to death. She is wonderful. We did some amazing work together in the past and, um, she was kind enough to bring me on to help with her company doing some training. So we kind of had a, a little re role reversal, but I found every time I sat down to do that project, I just turned into mush. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I was months behind and like hated it. And That's I felt like I was, Kim, I know. yeah. I was like, just, it was impossible wow. to get that work done. And I, I did a little soul searching and I, um, my 40th birthday was just a couple of weeks ago. And I decided oh. that I wanted to do 40 floats in 40 days. But then I realized, wait a minute, that's not realistic. I can't do that. But I'm doing 40 floats in 60 days. And I'm using that time that I would have been the time that I had every week set aside to work oh. on her projects. I'm floating instead. Cool. Wow. Um, and it's been really, really awesome. Um, right now I'm on week two and I also launched a big campaign um, for the float center to kind of correspond with that. And I'm giving away 40 floats oh, wow. in those same 60 days. So for every day that I float, somebody else gets a free float. Um, so, you know, tying it together, of course, cause that's what I do, but it's been so liberating and so enjoyable to just say, you know what? I don't, I don't like doing that anymore. I'm not going to do it. Love it. 
plain and simple. Awesome. Not going to do it. Yeah. <sighs> Good for you. Way to make it happen. And what a big bite. 40 <laughs> in 60 days. Wow. Yes. You did not go small. Yes. You're making it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if it was if it was one float a week, I yeah. But let's do forty floats in sixty days. It's awesome. <laughs> Working it into your marketing and everything, which by the way, I'm, yes. I'm watching that um, yeah. means um, you have to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Just like as if you had a podcast, you made some commitment two weeks ago. You have to hold yourself accountable. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool, and and that's actually a great segue to what I was about to say about you already, which is that you do social media marketing and you help people with their social media marketing. And I always go to you for reference of quality social media posts. I think your game is 10 out of 10. Awesome. The consistency in branding and content is so good. Can you please just give out your email or where somebody should reach out to you or your website, whatever, in case people aren't aware that you are this tremendous person that can bring this to their float center? You guys can't see it, but my face is like really red. I'm blushing right now. Ah, um. well, you deserve it. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah, oh, thank so you, Dylan. Good. Yes, it's Kim at Mindful, M-I-D, M-I-N-D-F-U-L-L dot solutions. There's no dot com. It's, and it's Mindful with two L's. It's a little bit weird, but that's uh, on purpose. But um, Mindful Solutions is the name of my company, and I do you know some fun little animated videos. But My focus this year is really on social media, helping wellness centers, float centers, um, halo therapy centers, just get their social media presence up and running. And uh, it's such a big game changer for people. And I love, love getting to do it. It's not the project that I hate doing. I joyfully work (laughs) on it every single day. (laughs) It shows. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Let's see here. Hey, thanks for taking our show notes too, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that brings you joy. It does. <laughs> um, if it ever starts taking me a month or 10, then yeah, there's a problem. Oh no. Well, <laughs> you know that around means, time yeah. won't allow for that. So um, uh, <laughs> in those show notes, be sure to put in your email address. So I include that. We'll include a link to, to that. Yeah, let's in, I'll include a link to uh, my tour of the float shop as well, what airs tonight in case somebody has any interest in that. Um, and, uh, let's see here. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for everybody for listening. Um, love, love saying that people are listening to the show. The feedback is great. Um, with a little bit of a tighter format of how we're doing things. And, uh, thanks to Patreon supporters. Again, we've got new tiers out, which is really cool. So, uh, you can sign up for video video are going to grab more eyeballs uh, as people are scrolling through their feeds, um, and athletes for those float centers that really want to specifically target the athletes coming in. Uh, or to get them in, we now have athletic tiers, and that's where I'm throwing out all the stops and putting all of my post-editing and, and lighting uh, expertise, in quotation marks, uh, to the max in, into those. Um, so they're, they're really, they really pop. Thanks to FloatAway for supporting the podcast, as they have since episode one. Thanks for <laughs> doing that, FloatAway. Um, FloatAway makes tranquility float tanks, float cabins that you can float for two. They've got float arounds, eight foot, ten foot. They've got some incredible float tanks that can, you know, work with your float center. They're based out of Europe. They also have a space here in the U.S. as well, which means shipping for parts, getting somebody to talk to is always really easy. Although I'm always talking to to Ginny and Colin across the pond anyway, they don't seem to sleep. So their customer service has, for me, been fantastic. So floataway.com is where you want to go to get in contact with them. Let them know that Art of the Float sent you. And uh, let's see here. Until next time, remember to meditate every single day. (laughs) 